so at the moment we're looking at what we can learn from minor bible characters and i've been asked to speak a little bit about a person we find in second chronicles chapter 34 a prophetess called holder and to give a lead up to the introduction of holder here at the beginning of chapter 34 we find that josiah has been made king of judah at the young age of eight and we're told that as he matures into the eighth year of his reign, he develops a real, genuine heart to know and follow the God of Israel, the God of his forefathers. And this is a miracle, as the majority in the land aren't following God and are setting up altars and idols to worship false gods. And so because of this, Josiah decides he's going to reform and purify the land and refurbish the temple, which he sets about doing over a period of time. And it's during this period that the book of the law is discovered in the temple, uh, which is God's law as written down by Moses. So the book is read out to the king and for the first time, Josiah has a proper measure to clearly see just how far as the people they've fallen from God. And he's completely distraught. He tears his robes and decides he needs to hear directly from God about the situation. So he sends out some of his men to inquire of the Lord via Holder. And so it's at this dramatic and high stakes moment that we're introduced to Holder. And in verses 23 to 26, this is what she says. Tell the man who sent you to me. This is what the Lord says. I'm going to bring disaster on this place and its people. All the curses written in the book that have been read in the presence of the king of Judah, because they have forsaken me and burned incense to other gods and aroused my anger by all that their hands have made. My anger will be poured out on this place and will not be quenched. So this is clearly an alarming message to be giving. And so the first thing I'm struck and challenged about by Holder is her lack of what the Bible calls fear of man. She's courageous. She's addressing high officials here and ultimately the king with a really hard word, actually. Um, and she speaks boldly with authority and is not hindered or paralysed by fear. And truth be told, we don't really know the reality of what she was feeling, if she was actually intimidated or afraid in the moment. But the important thing is this wasn't the determining factor whether she delivered the message God gave to her. She knew her purpose and was more concerned with pleasing God and not man. And this was potentially very costly. Um, I'm sure if you've read through the Bible, you'll know that being a prophet often makes you vulnerable and a target, especially from those in powerful positions. You only have to look at what happened to Jesus to see this is the case. And she couldn't control or guarantee the outcome of what their response would be. She was just obedient to God, gave up control and trusted him with the outcome. And so this made me examine what causes fear to rise up in me and prevent me from being obedient to God. And I think fear of man is pretty common. Um, I guess looking at this, I've been thinking about how honest we are with ourselves about how this can, this fear actually controls our choices, how it stops us speaking up and stepping out in situations. And I guess I've been just thinking, are we willing to invite God into this so he can help us grow and change and ultimately give up control to him? 
And so the second thing I'm challenged about by Holder here is that she really isn't afraid to sound the alarm. When I first read these verses, I just saw an image of a red flashing alarm going off. And it's unsurprising, really, because she's giving a serious message in a critical moment for God's people. Um, but she's obedient enough to do it in God's timing to have maximum effect. Because as summed up earlier, a series of important events have taken place to bring them up to this moment. And God is now ready to get their attention. And so Holder's been entrusted to do this. And he's basically saying that the consequences for the way they've chosen to live their lives are right at the door. She's basically saying you're headed for disaster, change, direction. And this made me think, what might this look like for us? And I was reminded that no matter how much God loves us, he doesn't remove us from the natural consequences of our choices. So when we see people that are making bad choices and heading in the wrong direction, are we willing to step into that situation when God asks us to and to speak up and to challenge with the intention to bring about a change of heart and direction? Or are we indifferent or do we think it's someone else's job? Um, so are we willing to prioritise loving others and having their best interests at heart over being potentially disliked in the moment? And the third thing that challenges me about Holder here is that she's faithful to speak the complete word that God's given her, because actually her message is a message of two halves. And we don't know what her personal feelings are about the situation, because she's there to represent God, not herself. And so in verses 26 to 28, she says, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says concerning the words you heard. Because your heart was responsive and you humbled yourself before God when you heard that what he had spoken against this place and its people. And because you humbled yourself before me and tore your robes and wept in my presence, I have heard you, declares the Lord. Now I will gather you up to your ancestors and you will be buried in peace. Your eyes will not see all the disaster I'm going to bring on this place and those who live here. And so we see because of Josiah's response to Holder's message, God was able to step in and redeem this situation. And for me, this really emphasises God's heart towards us, that his desire is to always show mercy and not judgment. And he's just looking for even the slightest move in a genuine direction towards him. And here, just one man's repentance was enough to completely change the direction of events because God is extremely gracious and kind. And for me, this is such a good reminder to approach situations and people with the right heart, to let God lead and present the full picture when doing so. And that yes, there are natural consequences to our choices, but that if we invite God into our situation, and genuinely have a heart to change and change direction, he will come in and completely transform and redeem things for us. And he's really rooting for us and he's always looking for ways he can restore us. And so to sum up, what's the fruit of Holder stepping out and doing these three things? Well, we read at the end of the chapter, Josiah gathers God's people together in the presence of the Lord to read out the book of the law. 
and that he renews the covenant, promising to follow and obey God and his commands with all of his heart and soul and that all the people do the same thing. So they completely changed the way that they were living and disaster was averted for them. And so looking at Hulda's example here has really challenged me actually. As I've been looking at it more and more, I've been forced to reflect honestly on how I'm doing in these areas in my own life and have really been asking God to show me where I can grow and change and how I can best apply what I've learned from Holder. And so I pray that she can also inspire you in some way in your walk with God. 